Oh, I had something today that I've not had for years. Oh, God, what? A foot long. A foot long? Oh, you had a subway? Yes, and I had uh, meatballs, meatless meatballs. Dirty boy. It's absolutely delicious. Did you eat it all? Uh, I had to have a half an hour break in the middle. You're listening to Track by Track's new music drop with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is the podcast where we talk about what great new music is currently out there. Uh, it's our recommendations, your recommendations and self-recommendations uh, from artists who uh, who love to uh, help themselves out. Uh, and help us. So we're back again with another new music drop episode. And don't forget, you can still listen to new episodes of Track by Track every Tuesday where we take a great pop music album and go through them. Track by track. Well done, well done. Yeah, that, was, uh, that wasn't even rehearsed, was it? That was just off the cuff. Dan, how are you doing this week? Well, we made it through non-Glastonbury weekend, didn't we? That's the main thing. Uh, so I'm doing fine. You know, I did catch a bit of it on the old BBC, uh, which was quite nice. It was a shame that the weather was so good. Um, and of course, we I think we texted each other about 20 times over the weekend saying, oh, we would have been there or did you watch this on the TV? Um, but how was your weekend, Will? What did you do to keep yourself busy? Um, I did lots of drinking and oh, God, um, not again. Uh, at home on my own with the curtains drawn. Oh, yeah. it was absolute bliss. Why didn't you invite me around? Oh, it was not allowed yet, is it? It wasn't allowed then. Just me, a bottle of gin and cash in the attic. Oh, and 40 Berkeley Red. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was a shame. I think the thing I kept remembering was I'm not missing out on anything because nothing's happening. No one else is there. I think that's going to be the worst year when maybe we decide not to go or we don't have tickets uh, and it, there is a Glastonbury Festival happening at the same time. And I've had this uh, 2014 after going for, what, four years, I think. In a, well, 20, 2009 was my first one. I vowed to go every single year since then and I have been apart from... 2014 because I just couldn't get a ticket and knowing that it was happening and that and you actually that was you were there weren't you we hadn't met yet but you were there I was awful in a way I knew that my future podcasting partner was having fun with that uh, I was f- absolutely fine with that I didn't give you a second thought hmm. that sounds um, about right <laughs> as is now uh, I also went down to Devon uh, which coincided very nicely with National Cream Tea Day yes you told me about this because this is quite a big deal isn't it in Devon well, the whole Devon and Cornwall, what do you put on first, the cream or the jam? It's very contentious. And I'm good friends with uh, someone from Cornwall. Uh, and we can't have a conversation about this. Just can't have it. But if you're in any doubt, it's cream first. Well, I have to agree with you there, Will. But this is, you were saying to me, National Cream Tea Day in Devon is bigger than Christmas, isn't it? There's decorations up everywhere. Father, well, not Father, Father Clotmus comes down the chimney and puts cream at the bottom of everyone's bed. It really is a big celebration. Uh, And because it was really hot over the weekend when he did do that, um, I don't know about everyone else in Devon, but my sheets were stiff as you like in the morning. Absolutely 
crusty. Uh, but yeah, and we give each other scones. Yeah, uh, and then we actually in a in a kind of mix up between Christmas and Easter, such as such as this one is, uh, we then have to hide the clotted cream and the jam uh, in the garden. So then we kind of have to go on a uh, cream tea cream tea day hunt uh, oh. around the garden for the component parts for it. Um, and then it's always traditional for the mother in the family, uh, in order to kick that off, she'll chase you out of the house with a wooden spoon. Oh. Goodness me! Um, and if she and if you haven't found either the cream or the jam at the end of that time, she'll uh, wrap you over the knuckles with a spoon. Oh, I love those traditions. I've only been there myself for one uh, cream tea day. Sadly, hopefully there's more to come. But I woke up and there wasn't cream on my bed. There was jam all over my sheets. And Dan, probably not the first time you've woken up in the morning to sticky sheets. Time to move on, I think, from National Cream Tea Day until next year, which I'm looking forward to. No, Dan, I, I want to mention something before we get into music news is uh, you sent me a shocking text this week and I couldn't believe oh, what sorry, I was reading. Oh, sorry, that was wrong number. Sorry, I didn't mean to send it to my partner. <laughs> he was working away. <laughs> oh, no, I thought that was perfectly normal. I thought that was oh, quite yes. standard. Um, this was... Um, you were admitting to the fact you just heard Blinding Lights by The Weeknd and how much you'd loved it. And I think, Dan, congratulations, you're the last person in the UK to have heard that song. I was thought to be perfect for this week's new music drop, but apparently it came <laughs> out about 12 months ago. No, I, very... I, I have heard it before because I, well, the, the thing that sticks out is people are doing the TikTok with it on, they're doing their little dance routine, and my nephew did it, and my auntie, no, my auntie, her, no, what? He's my nephew, so she's my sister. My sister sent it to me. I had to pretend to be interested. So I knew the song from that and that amazing, amazing synth riff. Dear, oh dear. Self, self-proclaimed self music enthusiast, I don't know. You know, sometimes you just miss something uh, and the world moves very fast nowadays. So I, I miss that. But I've been listening to the whole album. It's really good. It might be on one of our uh, albums of 2020, maybe. Maybe. Well, take Dan- that line. Well, yes. Uh, perhaps you can redeem yourself now by sharing some great music news. This is the BBC Home Service. Over to the news. Okay, so first off, let's start with some film news because... No, ne- it's music news, not film news. Well, it's, it's a music film. It's a musical, if you will, uh, which I know you're not a big fan of, Will. It's a bit, uh, a bit theatrical for you. This is the long-awaited Netflix and Will Ferrell Eurovision film. Um, and it was supposed to come out around Eurovision time, and of course that didn't happen, but it came out last weekend, uh, and I watched it as a not-huge Eurovision fan and absolutely loved it. Will, as a big Eurovision fan, what did you think to it? I thought it was great. such a lot of fun, and it was great to see so many die-hard Eurovision fans that I know and that I follow on social media really enjoying it and loving it too, because there was a fair bit of scepticism before it came out as to what whether they were going to be respectful to it. And it's I'm glad to say they did. And what they created was something that, uh, I guess, poked fun more Europeans than it did about the Eurovision Song Contest itself. Hmm. But I just thought it was a hoot, a real treat. Uh, and what a great collection of songs, just to bring it back to music, yeah. uh, on the soundtrack. And I've not stopped listening to the uh, original soundtrack all week. Uh, well, the um, the Volcano Man song, I'm livid. We only got to hear that once because that is brilliant. But some good news, some further music news. It has been covered. Scooch, Eurovision legends have covered it. So I think maybe you can hear a bit of that playing underneath me as I talk right now. Uh, what do you think to their version, Will? 
I think it's a great it was a great gimmick to promote it by get from Netflix to get them to do it. Uh, great, they all appeared actually on on the video themselves in the four corners, so you got to see a little bit of how they're doing. Um, I've certainly been enjoying lockdown, haven't we all? <laughs> but if you haven't seen it yet, uh, it does come with a track by track recommendation. Mm. We should start a film podcast. Well, what do you think to that? No, no one's going to listen to a film podcast. Two men talking to each other about films. But do check out our friends on Torn Stubs. Yes, they are. we're no longer affiliated with them, but it uh, doesn't stop us uh, mentioning the lovely Rob and Joshua. Thank you. <laughs> In other news this week, and this is quite new news so far, uh, McFly has signed a new record deal. Yay. They've been away for a while, haven't they? Well, I didn't think so. I thought they released some songs last year, didn't they, online? Some, like, forgotten and hidden gems? Well, yeah, but nothing, not new new. Mm. Uh, this would be the point they've ironed out their differences uh, and they're all ready to come back now with new music promised for this year. Uh, so if that sort of uh, thing is your cup of tea. Now, funnily enough, this is one of those things that we talk about it and it happens because on we recorded a few episodes this week to come out in a few weeks' time and we talked about McFly. And, you know, now it's happening. This happened with the Spice Girls. And I can't think of any other examples, but I'm sure there are some out there. Dan, what else has been happening? So this is the song that people have wanted online for longer than I can remember. It's not the KLF yet. In fact, I'd say it's even more iconic than that. Although, Dan, if you you are eagle-eyed, you'll have spotted that I have slipped the KLF onto the long list. Yes, I did spot that, Will. So people will have to buy the album to keep up with it rather than uh, stream along. But this band does start with a K. Candy Floss with a K. It is, of course, following on from Big Brother's best episodes ever. Candy Floss's I Want It Right Now is on streaming services. Will, have you listened? I have, and it sounds exactly like the clip that was on TV. Did you watch Big Brother's best episodes ever? I didn't, no. Um, just didn't want to. <laughs> but that's... Absolutely fair enough. <laughs> uh, but I know you did because you are, you were uh, still are a Big Brother fan. Yeah, well, so I used to watch it rel- religiously every episode. In fact, when I used to go on holiday, if we went, I think we went to Cyprus for a couple of weeks. My auntie recorded it for me on VHS, and when I got back, I would catch up with it all. I had to watch every episode. So, should we listen to some new music? Yes. Please, Will, I'd love for you to kick us off this week. So I am going to kick us off with Bright Light, Bright Light is back. With yeah. the third, yeah, that was a bit half-hearted. I was just, sorry, I was just uh, having a sip of my drink. Yeah! Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, he's back with the third release from his new album, Fun City, which is due in September. Uh, and he released this midweek uh, with a video accompanying it. Uh, and this is a little bit of I Used to Be Cool. So I got all night. So that was I Used to Be Cool by Bright Light, Bright Light. Uh, what a year he's having. And certainly the last few months, even during lockdown, he's been more uh, productive, uh, supportive, collaborative, uh, and performative than before. 
Yeah, obviously we love him so much on the podcast, on Track by Track and in real life as well. This new album is just shaping up to be something really exciting. There's so many collaborations on there and we've already heard the tracks uh, with Jake Shears and everyone else. But this is just, just Rod, just Bright Light, Bright Light on his own. And I just love how chilled it is. Love his vocal on it. I'm getting hints of George Michael on this one, Will. And I'm sure he would not mind me saying that at all. No, not at all. Oh, yeah, it's really nice. It's very slick, synthicated 80s number, which fits totally with the with the art direction and the, and the style uh, of this album campaign so far. So uh, looking forward to the album. Feels like a little way off yet, though, September, sadly. But I'm sure there'll be another release before then. I think so. And also, if you are a Bright Light, Bright Light fan, or if you want to find out more about Bright Light, Bright Light, Send a self-addressed envelope to... <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? No, I was going to say make sure you're subscribed to Track by Track because there's something special coming up very, very soon. Dan, what's your first selection this week? So I would love to talk about a new remix. I've got a couple of remixes up my sleeve this week, actually. This is one from James Leon, and this is a the Polaric 86 remix of his recent track, I Thought You Were My Friend. But rather than me blabbering on about it, why don't we hear a little bit from James? Hi, Track by Track. It's James Leon here. Thanks so much for playing the new remix of my song, I Thought You Were My Friend by Polaric. So just a little bit of background about how that remix came about. I actually wrote the original version of the song with Polaric, aka Peter Lewis, who is a remixer and producer from Manchester. And that came out last summer. And whilst we were working on it, he said, oh, I'd really love to do a kind of 80s style, kind of a bit of initial talk vibe remix of it. Um, so we were quite blatant about that, but we, I thought that was a really good idea because I love that sound. Um, and he started working on it quite a while ago, actually, but various things have sort of been happening. So um, it uh, just kind of got finished recently and it felt like a really good time to put it out because it's very summery and upbeat. It's quite different to the original version of the song, which is much more melancholic and reflective. But I like this spin on it and it's got that sort of 80s high energy a uh, bit Pet Shop Boys, bit SAW, Stuck Aitken and Waterman feel to it. Um, so I hope you like it too. Dan, I love that. I think it's very much uh, relevant to our interests in on this podcast, isn't it? Definitely. And thank you so much to James for reaching out to us and letting us know because he knows that both of us, but I'm sure you won't mind me saying me in particular, huge fan of Aha. And he sends it to us saying, if you'd like Aha, I think you'd like this remix. And absolutely, it's definitely got that ode to kind of, um, to not only Aha, but Pet Shop Boys' debut album as well, I think, and like a bit of a Trevor Horn sound. Uh, it's amazing. But while the song was playing well, you were telling me about the original version of it as well. Well, yes, because, of course, I've li- I listened to some more James Leon tracks this week once we were directed towards all of the stuff he's released. And I have to say, great tracks uh, released over the last few years. The original version of I Thought You Were My Friend is brilliant. And we both independently came to the same musical connection, didn't we? Yes, we both thought it reminded us of Ace of Bass obviously that's a huge compliment we love ace of bass so much we haven't still haven't got them on the podcast yet but we they're on that long list they keep shifting around um but i thought ace of bass i just thought a little bit of culture club and then a little bit of bastille for a kind of more contemporary spin i think james would be very happy with those comparisons and please 
James, we know you listen. Let us know. Yeah, please do. But thanks for sharing this 86 remix. The year I was born as well, so it makes it even more special. Will, what's next? So next one for me, uh, this is from a new-ish artist called Kenzie. And Dan, can you believe she's just 16 years old, but she's producing brilliant pop music. Sorry, Um, that doesn't make any sense because I literally just saw Kenzie on Celebrity Big Brother with Pete Burns and everyone. And that was about 16 years ago. <laughs> You're thinking of the ex-member of Blazing Squad. This is not him. No, who oh. now who now seems to be permanently on holiday and permanently in a pair of Speedos. Uh, no, this is Kenzie, a uh, young 16-year-old singer. She has got 30 million followers across her social media platforms. Good She's God. been releasing music already for a number of years now. But she's back with a huge track big collaboration this is exhale featuring sia Well, this is the first Kenzie track I've heard, to be quite honest with you. Not the first Sia song I've heard, but I really liked it. What I particularly like about this is that switch from very percussive verses and then that just amazing synth kind of that musical break where it comes into the uh, into the chorus. Really, uh, it grabs you that part. Yeah, I love the chorus is one of my favourite bits of this track. Uh, I just think it's just a bolt of energy, but also a great way to bring uh, an artist like Kenzie, uh, get Sia on the record uh, and just push her up to the next level as well from beyond social media into superstardom. Definitely. Uh, And I think if she keeps doing more like that, then she's going to be on to a winner, isn't she? Absolutely. And of course, we love Sia. Only recently, I think it was on one of our more recent recordings again, so we haven't released it yet, but we talked about how Sia hasn't put an album out for years but she does lots of songs for films and also she has lots of these collaborations as well but that is in itself quite good i like the fact that she's kind of using her using her power for good you could say and helping artists like kenzie out dan what's next for you uh so i'd love to talk about glass animals the band are back with their upcoming third album which is called dreamland which uh sounds like a pet shop boy song well don't you think well, it is a Petra Boys song. Oh, that doesn't work <laughs> on this one then. <laughs> Could be a podcast as well. Um, so this is a little bit of the first track from the album, Heat Glass Animals, Heat Waves. Will, what do you think of that? I do like that. I'm not familiar with uh, Glass Animals' previous work, so I've got no benchmark for a comparison. Uh, but that's a pretty cool track. I think uh, it is very much fitting in with the rest of their sound. Of course, it's uh, a new album, so there's some new elements to it. But I just like that kind of quite mesmerising, kind of mesmerising melody and vocal, and then the bass really heavy, synths quite trippy. 
and what glass animals are perfect for in my book is afternoon sunny festival day with a with a glass or something or a plastic cup or something in your hand i've been lucky enough to see them i think it was all point c so maybe glastonbury as well that kind of sound is very much what you're getting but it's quite they chill you out i think at a festival and you might not be that familiar with glass animals. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to our listeners. Okay. Uh, but they have had over 2 billion streams mm. in total so far. It's incredible. Nearly as many as track by track. It's probably earned them 20 quid. <laughs> or dollars. Will, have you got anything else for us? So, Joan are back. The dynamic uh, pop, indie pop, dance, uh, electro duo. Joan are back with a new track. Uh, and we've spoken about them before on these episodes, uh, and we love their style uh, and their music uh, approach. And this is a new one for them. This is, uh, uh, and I think this is their best one so far for me. This is Want You Back. I love a bit of Joan and Alan and Stephen, uh, uh, the two lads. Um, I love that. It's great. I, I just love how you you cannot put that song into a box or into a category because when it first started out, I thought, oh, this is a bit of a kind of Bombay Bicycle Club, like a bit of an indie shuffle kind of thing going on. And then the chorus kicks in and I thought, well, no, this sounds like 90s, like an early 90s boy band kind of track. And the song just goes between the two and then there's the other influences as well. And I just love it when when you just don't quite know what a song is. You've got to take it at face value. So catchy. There's nothing not to love about that song. They have got an album due on the 6th of August called Cloudy. Uh, so get ready for that. And you can pre-order a gorgeous looking vinyl on their website uh, right now, which is songsbyjoan.com. Ah, lovely. They didn't pay me for that. Mm, You are wearing a Joan t-shirt. So where'd you get that from? Uh, My aunt, Auntie Joan. Oh, that's her. Oh, that's not the band. She was quite narcissistic. (laughs) I can see where you get it from. (laughs) Uh, Dan, what's next for you? Uh, So another remix. uh, And this is by a classic band uh, and a really cool spin on one of their biggest tracks. So this is the Ewan Pearson remix of... Happy Mondays, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not here to praise ya. Just here to raise you, feel you full of me. So hallelujah there. And then whilst that track was on, we were doing our best Bez impressions with some wonderful wavy, jangly arm and body movements yes. because it really does get you into that groove. And you even got your maracas out for as well, which was uh, a bit too far. Well, it's all part of the course of one of our recording sessions. <laughs> um, I love that. I love that song anyway. I love Happy-, Happy Mondays are a band that I don't play a lot, but when I play them, I love them. And I love what Ewan Pearson's done with this. He has previously remixed for the likes of Depeche Mode, 
Goldfrap and Pet Shop Boys, to name just a few. So Happy Mondays are in very good company there, a very track-by-trackable company. So often lately, you, you picked me up on it earlier, I say that the song sounds like Manchester influenced so often, and this is, of course, the OGs, uh, and I just love it. But what it makes me think of as well, and talking about Bez, have you seen Sean and Bez, Sean Ryder, of course, and Bez on Celebrity Gogglebox? No, I don't watch it, but you're always going on about them. Oh, they are they are my favourite pair on there. They are absolutely hilarious, but they're also the best advert for not doing drugs in the world because their brains are just so mashed, but they're wonderful. But yeah, sorry, Will, what do you think of the song? What do you think of the remix? Oh, I love it. Uh, they put a real electro donk on what was always a classic dance track. And I just love dance music from that time period anyway. Uh, and this is just this is just this is just great. It's a great throwback, but it also feels quite quite now because it does feel like that sound has come back around again. Anyway, even if it's just us talking about it every week. <laughs> yes, we have the power to bring music styles back into fashion. Will, what's next? So next, I would like to talk about a new artist uh, called Product, and he uh, has got a new track out. Now, I say new, it's a it's a few weeks old, actually, but he's got another new track due out next week. So you never know, we might be talking about him again. Let's have a little bit of Tired of the Boys. Don't want to be at this party no more. You broke my heart and left it on the dance floor, and I'm so tired. I'm tired of the boys and all of the noise They think they got game but they just playing with toys I'm tired of the boys I'm tired of the boys So it sounds like uh, he hasn't had a very successful uh, night out in that song oh, Poor love I uh, do hope he's okay, uh, but uh, what a bop uh, and what a great beat. Uh, and I would say product is this week's track by track, one to watch. I agree. It's a bop. And what I love, I said before that we speak a lot at the minute about how things are Manchester influenced. Or again, I say that quite a lot. I overuse that term. But we talk there a lot. There is no way you could say that about this song, surely. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely not. But another thing that we talk about a lot lately is how things have got a real house music sound. And I'd say this definitely has that influence on it. Similarly, of course, to the aforementioned Bright Light, Bright Light and some of his latest stuff. Um, what I really like about this one, though, the song is great, but the cover is fantastic. The attention to detail on there. There's a there's a little uh, yellow price tag that you used to get from an independent CD shop or music shop. Uh, and it also says on there, 99% fresh. Which, what percentage fresh do you think we are, Will? Will we, do we make up the other 1% or are we more than 1% fresh? I'm more than 1% fresh, surely. 50? 80? Mm, that's quite generous. <laughs> uh, and uh, I got a great quote from Product as well. Uh, he said, when I play shit for people, I get, oh, did you just say boy? Are you sure you should do that? Why not make it gender neutral? Let me tell you right now, after 22 years of rocking out to pop music I don't identify with, I'm not about to cater to your stereotypes. I don't care what you think. A male pop star should look, sound, like, or sing about. I'm gay and I'll sing about boys until they pull the mic. Well. Wonderful. Hmm. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Great work. Dan! Dan! 
so I would love to talk about Nimo. They are back with a, a brand new song, which fantastically is a product of lockdown. This is their new song, Come Back. So, Dan, I've been a fan of Nimmo since forever, and I've loved all of the stuff they've released so far. And when this came out, I was straight on it. It's fantastic. It, this, the build of this song, you know, it's it's two minutes at least before you actually get to the the crux of the track. It's just fantastic. It just it just takes you by the hand and keeps hold of it, and you're just waiting and waiting, and but still listening and enjoying it. It's fantastic. Uh, and if you like this, they've got a whole album and loads of other tracks out there. And if you go back to 2016, Dancing Makes Us Brave is such an anthem. It's just brilliant. Uh, and we should say a bit of background on them. So Nimmo are a duo of Sarah Nimmo and Reva Gauntlet. They started out as a five piece. So obviously they've uh, pissed a few people off along the way. But uh... <laughs> Artistic differences. Yes, absolutely. Um, and also, you know, look at Take That. Started off as a five, now a three. Still doing very well. It's not about the numbers, it's about the quality. Still evading tax. Um, this song, though, Will, I, I've yet to see Nimmo live. I think this would be a great show opener. Have you seen Nimmo live? No, and I really, really want to see them live. Will, would you like to finish us off? Uh, happily, Dan. So this is uh, a new track from the International Teachers of Pop. Uh, and if you haven't heard about them, I'll tell you about them in a second. Let's have a listen to Femenergy. From Energy, from the International Teachers of Pop, who are a uh, a trio who've come together from uh, doing uh, being part and involved with other other bands and other music projects, and you've got Adrian Dean and Leona, uh, and they've got loads of tracks uh, as the International Teachers of Pop out there, which you should definitely check out if you enjoy the sound of this song. It's part of what this podcast is all about is kind of shining a spotlight on acts you might not have heard of with new music, but leading to lots of other things that they've done. And they have admirers in uh, Jarvis Cocker and Roisin Murphy. So they're in good pop pedigree there. Dan, what did you think? I loved it. And I have to admit, this is the first song of theirs that I've heard. But it just, I mean, it's 100% our cup of tea, isn't it? It kind of gives you a few seconds to get your breath. And then it's straight in with those spiralling synths that are just all over the place. And then all these different layers come in. And I have to say what I would love about this, and I'm sure they would love me saying this, I could really hear... Erasure influences when I've listened to this, and then I looked at the single, and there's a remix by Vince Clark on there. They're clearly fans, uh, and uh, so much so to collaborate as well. So lots more to listen to from them as well. I think we're spent for this week, aren't we? 
I think we are, yeah. But what a what a great show, as always. <laughs> if you if you do say so yourself. Well, it's you know you know this new music drop. What is this week four, week five? I think I think it's going well. I think we should keep it up. Do let us know, listeners, what you think of the new music drop as a companion piece to Track by Track itself. Uh, do share your feedback with us at Track by Track UK. And do stay tuned because on Tuesday, as mentioned before, we've got a brand new episode of Track by Track where we are working our way through an album. And as a hint of a tease, this is the second studio album from a Welsh-born, New York-based artist who we might have mentioned earlier on this programme. Oh, I don't think product was born in Wales and lives in New York, so... Uh, keep guessing. James Leon? Uh, anyway. Happy we'll, Mondays. We'll find out. Um, if you have a moment as well, do give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We do love to get your feedback, and that does help us take uh, what we do to a wider audience as well. So, until next time, I've been Dan. And I've been Will. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>